Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. All right, and we're live. Y'all, welcome to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. And as y'all could see, I can't never get my hand. <laughs> okay, there we go. Let me let me see. Can I do it? Y'all already know who that is at the bottom. But I got nephew with me on here today. So, nephew, since you new to the show, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are. They want to know about you. Let them know. How y'all doing? My name is Rodney Griffin Jr. I am the host of uh, my own podcast, the Slick Talk Podcast, where we have conversation that needs to be conversed. And I'm just a pop up, uh, pop up on here on on the Black Girls Interrupted podcast, man. Just showing my face a little bit here and there. And, and you down at the bottom, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been here like I don't know how many times. So I mean, they already know who I am, so. I mean, but, you know, for the new viewers that are here, I'm Jagori Colbert, the son of Ashley Pitts, you know, the creator of Blacker Interrupted. What's up? That would be me. I bet y'all are really wondering, y'all are like, why does she have this black on today? Y'all already know why. Y'all already know why. Y'all know why I'm here today. Y'all know what we discussing. But before we even jump into the conversation, y'all already know I got to do my mental health check-in. How's everybody feeling today? Drop in the comments. Let me know how you feel today. Uh, y'all already know I got to play this. This is for everybody. If y'all want, y'all can cut your cameras off Um, as I play the video. And then when the video ends, you can cut your cameras back on. So here we go. I always have to start my show with this. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. I want people to know you're not alone. You're not by yourself. You need help. You know, here is the number. Y'all know I post this all the time. Y'all know I let y'all know. Oh, just, just. Here we go. There is suicide prevention hotline. I'm going to leave that up for about a minute. So if you or someone you is contemplating suicide, Please, please, y'all know I cannot stress this enough. Please call the number on the screen 1 800 273 8255. If you can't get that phone number, call 911. Save a life. Now, you know, we need to start checking on our strong friends. We need to start, you know, checking on them, letting them know we're thinking about them. A text, a phone call, an instant message, something will change somebody's day. Make a difference. 
And then, you know, I also have the statewide crisis line. 1-855-274-7471. Y'all already know. You need help? Call those numbers. Reach out, to, reach out those numbers. Please, please, please call somebody. Help somebody. Save somebody. And I want everybody that's watching to know suicide is not an option. Please call me anytime. Y'all know my phone number. Y'all know my DMs stay open. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to help y'all go through it. You know, being a person that suffers from depression and anxiety, I absolutely know what you're going through. And you won't be judged. You will absolutely not be judged. I love every, every, everybody. Okay. So before we even jump into today's show, hold on. Wait a minute. We have a comment. Hey, Jarrell, how you doing? I'm good. As you can see, I got my nephew, my nephew and my son. I finally got my hands together. I'm so proud of <laughs> hey. look, look at that. Look at that. Look you, at got the sli- you got the slick talk on your show and see what happens. You get stuff around <laughs> the first try. Look at that. Right, right, right. I'm good today. It's um, uh, It was raining. I don't know if it stopped. Who knows? I know they got that little thing out there in the golf. Who knows? Jarrell says, hey, y'all. What's going on, Jarrell? How you doing, man? Hope everything's going well for you. I wish nothing <laughs> but love and happiness out there, man. Real talk. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay, so I have a little video. Like I say, I play this every episode, every episode. Um, And this is just to let somebody know who's ever going through something. Like I say, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And please know that it does not end May 31st. Mental health is so imperative, especially in the black community. With everything that's going on, man, we got depression and anxiety at an all-time high, y'all. Here we go. You know, I don't know who this video is for, man. But it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, May 10th. And uh, my heart is heavy. Because I know there's somebody out there that is ready to end their life. That's already made up in their mind that they're not going to fight no more. They're tired of fighting. You know, they don't have no more strength to find because they've already gave all their strength. They don't have the strength to turn the page. They don't have the strength to, to see tomorrow. They made up in their mind that their life is over. And maybe they logged on to Facebook. Maybe you logged on to Facebook and, and looking for a sign. Maybe you logged on to say your goodbyes and you came across this video. So I just want to tell you, man, that don't let those thoughts that are trying to kill you, kill you. Those thoughts that telling you life is over, those thoughts that telling you're not enough, those thoughts that tell you t- things won't get better, those thoughts that tell you that you are your mistakes, those thoughts that tell you that you are your past, those thoughts that tell you that you're worthless. Don't let those thoughts kill you. They're lying to you. Because you're more than that. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than what you're going through. You do have purpose. You are awesome. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are special. Despite what you've been going through. So you make up in your mind right now. 
Okay, you don't have to have a, a whole plan out for the rest of your life. You make up, but you make up in your mind right now that you're gonna fight with faith tonight. You make up in your mind right now that you're gonna survive tonight. Whatever it takes. I pray that you have a peace in your mind that floods your mind like never before to let you know despite everything that you're going through, the storms that you're going through, the flood that's flooding your life with pain right now. I pray that peace tells you that everything is going to be okay. I pray that you find the strength inside of your weakest moment right now that lets you know that everything is going to be okay. So you put down that gun. You put down that drug, those pills. You put it down, man. Because there's more to your life than what you're currently going through. And you'll never understand it if you quit right now. But I promise you, if you fight with faith, you fight with prayer, Eventually, you'll realize everything that you went through had a purpose. Everything that you went through had a purpose. Life will get better. But if you're in your life, you prevent it from getting better. All right? That was powerful. Right. Let me tell you how I found that video. I, I was having a rough day. Um, you know, you don't know, Rodney. My father passed away back in March. So I've had a hard time dealing with it. Um, my condolences. Thank you. So I was on YouTube just, stro just scrolling through, and I was doing my episode on suicide, and that video popped up. And so I watched it. I was like, oh, wow. I have to have this on my show. Like, I've got to open my show with this because you don't know what a person is going through. You know, life is so heavy. And you just don't know what a person's carrying on their plate, on their shoulders. But you want to encourage them to let them know, hey, I got you. Keep going. It's going to get better. No matter how many times you fall, it's going to get better for you. You know, this young man down here at the bottom, I owe my life to my son. Because I was once in that boat. My son is who pushed me to change and, and get better, to want to be better. My son. I thank God every day. But this one down here at the bottom is, is who told me, hey, you got a light in you that's so bright. You, you're stepping on your own toes. And this is what you're doing to us in the process. You need to get together. So I had to make the change. I had to sit down and I had to say, you know what? I got to live for my kids. I got to do all of that. My kids depend on me. And here we are. So that video, I, I have to show it. 
You know, like I say, somebody needs to see it. Somebody needs to hear it. And with everything that's going on in the world today, especially to you black men and black women, suicide is at an all-time high right now. Mental illness is at an all-time high in the black community. Now is not the time for us to be divided. Now is the time for us to come together. Whew. It gets heavy on Black Girl Interrupted. It really does. But hey, we got to continue to have these conversations. We have to remove the stigma around mental health. We as Black folks, we don't want to go get help. We don't want to believe that we need help. We we sit and we say, how can someone that doesn't know me try to help me get my life together? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this is why we don't go to therapy. Then we don't have the resources. We don't have the finances to go. They've cut funding to mental health. And we real lives suffer from bipolar schizophrenia post you know post uh, traumatic stress syndrome we we deal with this hey my baby how you doing willie hey my sugar so yeah we've got to keep having these conversations in regards to mental health so do not do not think the conversation of mental health ends may 31st Y'all keep dropping in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling today. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into tonight's show. Here we go. Let's do it. Ronald Green. Two years later. For those that do not know who Ronald Green is, Ronald Green was headed to Florida to meet his wife. He was a barber in Monroe, Louisiana, who allegedly took police officers on a high-speed chase and ultimately ended up losing his life. May 10, 2019, Ronald Green lost his life. What I'm about to show y'all is graphic. It's a trigger for some. But we've got to talk about this. We have to talk about it. Tonight, we're going to talk about why did it take two years? The cover-up by the Louisiana State Police. Why? Why now? Why did you wait so long? This family deserves 
justice. They deserve closure and peace. Please brace yourself for this video. I'm letting you know it is very graphic. Whew. Here we go. Mr. Green was to some degree, even though he had just finished uh, leading police officers on a, a lengthy and a high speed chase, his inclination at that particular point was to acquiesce to what the officers wanted. Let me see your hands. Put your hands behind your back. Bitch. Give me your fucking hands. Put your hands behind your back. Taser, taser, taser. Ah! Put your hands behind your back. Ah! Behind your back. Ah! You're about to get it again if you don't put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. I'm sorry. What's problematic for me uh, is that Mr. Green is now left on the ground, on his stomach, handcuffed in a prone position. And officers are trained throughout the United States that once there's a struggle of this nature, and the individual's handcuffed, that you need to push him off onto his side or get him in a sitting position so you can um, allow that breathing to be unimpeded by his own body weight. And that didn't happen for at least, for based on my calculation, nine minutes where Mr. Green was left alone. And then when he wasn't left alone and he tried to get over onto his side, Another trooper pushed him down using his foot against the lower back and buttocks of Mr. Green. And I didn't understand that. There was absolutely no reason for that. Under no circumstances should Mr. Green have been drugged by his ankle shackles. That was malicious, sadistic, completely unnecessary. And the officer that did it is going to have to be held accountable. this this like brings me back to when you asked me after the Derek Chavez trial when you told me what there would have been justice if there was no cameras I told you no and this right here is living proof if of exactly what happened those two years they fabricated a story and made it seem like you know they didn't do nothing Mr. Willie, understandable, understandable. That that that's hard to watch. Um, I tell my I tell my friends sometimes. Um, it's uh, we be we be surprised the type of cases that doesn't make the news, whether there's footage or not. If there wouldn't have been any footage, 
I doubt that half of us would have would have known about this, let alone there being the case about this. Honestly, don't hold my word for it. I'm not. I'm not gonna act like I'm a guru when it comes to politics. Trust me, don't don't hold my word for it. But um, to to be honest, like I, my family ha, ha, have a running joke about me driving slow uh, when it comes to driving. Um, unless I'm on the interstate, that's fair game. But for me. I, I usually just take down the ch- on the chair mostly because, like, when I drive, I'm just u- usually scoping out for the cops because I try to make sure I don't get pulled over for mostly that reason, things like that. And it sucks that no matter what, some way, somehow, this could happen, and you you'll have to go through months, months and months, probably years, till a case will finally get discovered or exposed and then stuff. Yeah. Two years later. <laughs> and we still trying to, uh, trying to uh, see whether or not the officers involved will get charged. Well, one of the police officers is dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Jeez. He died in a car wreck. The day before he was about to get fired. Suicide. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. Okay. That's the police officer that you're going to hear talking in the next video. Telling you what he did to Mr. Green. But before we even jump into the up next video, I'm ready to get into the meat of the conversation. Let's go. So what I want to know is, why did it take two years? They had the footage. You had the body cam footage. Why now? Why not when it first happened? Because no, because they know once they once they show the footage, it's gonna reveal all, and their jobs are gonna be endangered. So I'm about to show y'all some photos that are graphic. I'll go slow. I'm not gonna show them all at at the same time, but throughout the show. So here's Mr. Green. After the other officers and the paramedics got there too. This is after the fact. After the fact. There's Mr. Green. There's Mr. Green. A barber. And they allege that he got into a car wreck.
that these injuries came from him crashing into a tree. Even the doctor was suspicious. Absolutely, because it didn't make sense. Once he saw those taser injections in the back. Nah. Yeah, because when they got him to the hospital, he still had two taser prongs in his back. Not to mention, once you saw the car, it was like, when you look at the car, and no offense to the Green family, but you also look at the body, it's like, this don't, something adding up. The airbag didn't even eject. Right. The front is clean. And he did hit, but the but what they were saying, the way they say he hit, there was no damage to the tree. Oh, I didn't even think about that. There was, there probably wasn't any tree that they could find that was damaged. Right. At least, at least make sure your, your lies covered up. But when you start getting medical examiners involved, they know. They study this. They know. The Louisiana State Police, y'all knew this. The people told you tonight at the hospital that his injuries were not sustained by the crash. But they were consistent with blunt force trauma by some type of object. I'm still curious, though. I, I want to talk about it. I, I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this. Why two years? Come on, Sambu. You look like you're about to say something. <laughs> I mean... I'm not really surprised because, I, like I mentioned this before, the police have some sort of like code of silence that they have, or s something that they have to like keep their mouth shut if something were to go down, or like to cover for them. Like, like I can't say you know I know that not all cops are bad, but to the good ones that are just sitting there, you know witnessing this happening and not you know saying this like you're just as guilty yeah, yeah exactly and the fact that it like took two years like I, I don't know if you heard me but like i said you know they'll always try to find a way to fabricate you know change the story to make it seem like oh they didn't do nothing wrong like right yeah, I, I, my bad. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at like somebody comment on my on my video talking about leaving down information saying the government saw the footage and, and yet didn't uh, fail to comment on it too. Right. I'm right. I'm trying to answer the question to add to it too because I, I don't want to leave you hanging because at the end of the day, there's always a lot of politics to to uh, to to leave the uh, the timeline longer than it should be. So. So-called right. good cops who don't speak up are, are just... A, that's a fact. Yeah, it's like... That's yeah, a fact, Mrs. Teresa. That's a fact. Yeah, it's like uh, you witness something going on at your job. Like someone's like being sexually harassed and you don't do anything about it. And 
they do something drastic or like they take their life, that blood is also on your hands. Right. I have a couple of friends that, that feel like there's no such thing as good cops. And to be honest, I can't argue against that statement. You know, I, I think they are, but I I don't have any I barely have any uh proof. I mean with me, I like to be more optimistic and believe there is good in the world because, me too. you know, as, as much as, you know, we have this, you know, bad stuff going on in America, also the world, but America in general, I would like to, you know, believe that there are some good people there and not just, yeah. You know, I just... Every day when y'all walk out of the door, I pray for y'all. And I think it's so sad that I have to sit down with y'all and have the talk. You know, see, back in the day, the talk was about sex. You know, that was the talk. The birth Now the I have to talk to y'all about Leave your hands on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Don't wear your hoodie. Pull, you know, mm-hmm. pull the hood off your head. Mm-hmm. Keep your hands out your pockets. You, don't don't get angry. Right. Stay calm. Don't reach for anything. This is the conversations that I have to have with y'all now. And then it's like, please stay around a group of people. Don't ever go anywhere by, you know, don't leave by yourself, you know, if, if you're driving. Please make sure you have your seatbelt on. Make sure you signal. Why do I have to keep having this conversation with y'all? Right. That's what hurts me the most. Is y'all can't even go and have a good time anymore. Because every day that y'all walk out of the door, y'all are a moving target. Y'all were born with two stripes. Black and you're a male in America. Y'all didn't ask to come into this world to be treated unjustly. But unfortunately, here we are. When it comes to good cops and bad cops, you really can't tell between the two anymore. You really don't know. You can't tell. Because you got the good cops that sit back and don't say anything. I really feel like, you know, and I say this to this day. They should have made an example out of the police officers that beat Rodney King. Y'all should have made an example out of the police officers, the police officer that shot Oscar Grant. You should have made an example out of the police officers that shot Tamir Rice. Y'all should have made examples out of the police officers that killed Sean Bell and wounded his three friends. That's what y'all should have been doing. My thing is, it's time for us now to start holding these police officers. Let me calm down. Yeah, yeah go ahead, drink some water. Yeah, auntie mode. Like, 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 go ahead, breathe. Go ahead, breathe. It's time. So, Miss Teresa says, we have something going on here where I live now. It happened over a year ago, and the police have tried to sweep it all under the rug, but they basically murdered a young man named Dana Fletcher in the parking lot of Planet Fitness. And the scenario they have was total BS. They say the body cam footage showed the officers were justified, but they won't release the footage. 
Hmm. Of course they won't release the footage. That sounds so familiar when it comes to Anthony Brown <clears throat> Jr. Yeah. Who was shot in the back of the head. Who they say they were justified in, in killing him. Mm -hmm. I, I just... Yeah, Miss Teresa says, I feel yeah, I worry about my boss, my boys every time they leave the house. Why can't I just tell my son and my nephew, hey, y'all go out, have a good time? I have to say to y'all, make it back to me. Come home safe. I can't tell y'all to have a good time anymore. Because my, my anxiety is at an all-time high the moment y'all walk out the door and say, hey, I'm going to hang with some friends. Yeah. My dad used to not let me, let me go uh, play basketball around the corner uh, from my house, at least walk alone for a while because like, uh, it's, it's the Orleans and not to mention, like, you never know what happens. Like, after a while. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives as the gateway to the future for every student. Literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com. Like because we live in a nice neighborhood, he he came around and let me do it. But still, though I got, I understood. And the now the old the older I am, the more I understood why he and mom didn't let me do certain things or have certain things when I was younger. I remember um, mom and dad were strict as far as like no toy guns, and I always wondered that. And last year after the George Floyd situation. It came to my mind, and I asked Dad. I was like, Dad, the what was the reason that you never let me have any toy guns because of what's going on with police brutality? He said, Most definitely. Got it. Understandable. I would never. Uh, I was was upset why, but I was never mad. It's like, why you never let me have any toy guns? But I was always uh, confused why he never. Now the old I have the mom like, ah, understandable. Tamir Rice, prime example, 12 years old, was playing with a toy gun and was killed. The other young man, I, I want to say his name was John McDonald. I could be wrong. Let me look it up. Was killed in Walmart. I want to say that's his name. I want to say that's his name. That is named John. That's another person that got that got killed.
kill that there was a gun in his hand when it was a phone. Um, I know the name. I know the name. That's 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 gotta suck, man. But oh, what's his name? Uh, we can't even pl play with like little toy guns, like I, I like Nerf guns or water gun. As John kids. Crawford. That was his name. John Crawford. Arthur he was in John Walmart. Crawford. He was playing with a uh he had a BB gun. He was holding a BB gun that was for sale in the store in Ohio. Beaver Creek, Ohio, right outside of Dayton. No charges were filed. A grand jury declined to indict the two officers involved on criminal charges. So what I want to know is why is money always put on the table when a black man, a black woman, a black girl, or a black boy is killed? Mm. As if that's going to bring the person back. There's no that's amount of money. Because I feel like this. If you feel like you've done nothing wrong, why is money always the first thing you want to offer us? It's almost like you're spitting in our face twice. The most I could say, maybe, maybe to them, that could be like, the hush money for them to probably calm down and help them somewhat get over what happened. That's the most I can say and take it from their perspective. I'm trying to think about the whole thing. But no matter what happens, like, no, there's not enough money in the world that can help you get over a lost one, especially when you lost them to a tragedy. Like right. that, especially. So, I'm about to show these pictures. So I want to know, let me move the banner out. So that's worth $10 million, that right there? It's priceless. A, li a life is worth too is much this to this worth $10 million? It ain't working. You got this police officer standing to the side. Ronald Green is in handcuffs. How is he posing a threat to you? You got this other police officer that's standing there watching. And you got the other police officer on top of him. Here's a better view of it. And all you could say was, he bleeding all over the place. I hope he doesn't have AIDS. That's all that's you a, have to say. That's another thing, too. Like, the commentary uh, while they was doing it, let me know that they really did not care. 
No. No, they didn't care. They absolutely didn't care. They called them an MFR the whole time. Like that they, they they weren't even doing like the regular like like keep your hands up or I'll shoot or the, the, you know like, you know the usual how, how they how they talk during like a a hostile situation. They they talk like how like how people are doing Call of Duty. They never because they never show us any respect. We are so disrespected. They they don't care. To them it's just one less nigga they got to worry about. And it that's sucks because it's be, and it sucks because it's like these are the guys that's supposed to quote unquote protect us. That's what they're that's, supposed to do. That's they're rough supposed to protect and serve. Serve and protect, but instead they're judge, jury, and executioner. What you say, son? I said they're supposed to serve and protect, but instead they're judge, jury, and executioner. Right. And then, you know, what I don't understand, again, why is your gun the first thing you pull? Why is it the first thing you reach for? Right. Why is it the first thing you think of? You know. Stop reaching. Stop reaching. I'll get my wallet. That's my ID. You just asked me for my license and registration. We could go back and let's talk about Philando Castile for a minute. Philando Castile was compliant and he still died. He told the police officer, I have a gun in the car. I'm licensed to carry. You're reaching for the information that the police officer asked you for and and, and he still was killed. In the car with his girlfriend and their daughter. Philando Castile worked with the police. I think he would go and volunteer, but he was an upstanding citizen. Killed. They don't care. No charges. I'm so sorry. The police officers were acquitted. We're still waiting on a conviction for Alton Sterling. Oh, yeah, that's right. They just offered the family what? 23 million or 1.3 million dollars something like that for alton sterling alton sterling was was the one that, that was selling cds right in front of the store in baton rouge Louisiana. oh so that, yes. was, that was when they when they was holding down the one guy put the on his chest that yeah that that foot was hard to watch that they already had them pressed down that was unnecessary but to me, I think the ones that become police, you do have some that really try to make a difference on the force. But again, it's it's really hard to tell the difference amongst the good ones and the bad ones. Because there's so many bad ones. Right. And then you have these police officers that walk around with chips on their shoulders. They arrogant, they cocky, they was beat up in elementary school or bullied in high school. Now all of a sudden they want to be police officers and they want to unjustly beat Black men and black women. You think that's what it is? And then you have the higher-ups that train them to target 
people of color? I want to know the motivation behind that hate so bad. Honestly. Let me tell you. Go ahead, go ahead, nephew. What you was about to say? Because I, I remember there was this one video. Again, this was around the time after the George Floyd situation. There was one woman. This was during the protesting. She had. She was at the back of a of a uh, of a truck with a Confederate flag, proudly yelling at at at, at someone, and she was telling telling her. I'm gonna teach my kids to hate you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why do they hate us so much? Oh, like we don't want to hate them. <laughs> like, I, I have a theory. I have a theory. We don't want to call them crack. Like, and, and I don't, I don't want to like I'm assaulting anybody. We don't want to call them crackers. We we don't want to say we hate white people. We don't want to riot. We don't want to riot in the streets. We we don't want to do this. You think we you think we want to kneel? You think we want to march? Uh, you think Martin Luther King wanted to march at, Sel- uh, at, at Selma hot in a suit with church bo- uh, hard bottoms? Those were uncomfortable. You think he wanted to do that for real, for real? You think he wanted to go to jail? You think the people back in the day wanted to uh, deal with fire holes? All because white people hated us. Segregation, the Jim Crow law. The, the grandfather clause, all this to tear us down. Why, why was there so much hate against us? Do you realize how powerful black is? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. We, we, we powerful. We, we, we are powerful. Black dominates everything. Anything you mix with black is black. We're so powerful that, that, they, that they try to benefit off of us. They fear us. Yeah, that's why they hate us so much. Like I said, I have this theory that I believe... Break it down. I want to go ahead, Jacory. Throughout history, they've they've been living through this system that benefits, you know, the white people. And as soon as you know us, we want to we we want to have some of that. It's changing up their whole rotation. Like, oh, you're you're messing it. You're messing things up. You know, stop. Stay in your place. You know, you know, leave things the way they were. Like, cause I I forgot what was it, but like there were people like saying like, oh, I wish things would go back to the way things were, uh, where they would say like you know racist comments and people won't be so quote unquote sensitive to it or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get what yeah. you're saying. And you might have a point, Mrs. Teresa. You might have a point. So, Miss Teresa says people hate what they are afraid of and what they don't know, but they refuse to get to know you because they're worried about what other people will think. They have always looked at black people as trash. But yes, somehow we made, we made this America great. I was, but I was just make, I was just going there. It we goes made back this country to great in the first slavery. place that they that they uh, brag about so much. Make America right. great again. We made this country great in the first place since slavery. You brought us here. You should have left us alone. Right. Y'all talking about Y'all came and disturbed us. <laughs> we were minding our own little business, and y'all came over here trying to trying to intervene on our little barbecues that we was having, and you brought your potato salad with the raisins in it. That's the problem. <laughs> 
You kidnapped me. You even kidnapped me and tried to introduce me to unseasoning chicken. Let me show you how I do this, Wilbur. Hold on. Give me a second. Right. And now you're, for, you're trying to force me to eat your salt and pepper chicken. And, and now look, we, we make all the soul food and you try and you benefit off all the money. I just found that a black oh, yeah. man made potato chips and y'all branding off of it. A black man did the stoplight. Yeah. It's a lot of things that we've done. And and they just we don't get our accolades. And we, we should but you know, you know, in so far in today's age, you know, in don't mean to like shift the conversation, but like, you know, in the superhero genre, I'm glad that we're like, you know, getting attention, you know, Black Panther, uh Earth, Captain America, Arthur, you Chavis know, and everything. Shout out to Anthony Mackey. Mm-hmm. That, that was and, a great show too, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And guess where Anthony Mackie is from? Oh, yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, it's funny you mentioned that too. That was the greatest quote uh, of that entire series in episode six when he um when he talked to the government and asked them, "When well, you guys are making these decisions, who's in those rooms with you when you when you're uh, making those decisions? The people that's affecting that you're affecting." Or the people that are living the same way you are. Right. So and let me ask y'all. And I want y'all to answer individually. Let's go. Ja'Cory, I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest fear? In life. When you walk out of the door. Oh. Do you say a prayer? Uh, to be honest, no, not really, but I do get worried that whenever I leave that I, that I don't make it due to, you know, unfortunate events, like, you know, an accident or anything, but also being pulled over by police and like, you know, something goes bad because I don't know if I told you this or anything, but whenever, you know, a police is, you know near me or i see a cop car i get nervous and you know i shouldn't feel that way but because of everything that they've you know done over the years i just fear them and i just you know makes me want to like you know like am i speeding am i going too fast is my you know seatbelt on you know my, my hands are on the wheels or anything like that you know make sure you know they don't find a reason to pull me over Rodney, what about you? My biggest fear. When you walk out of the door, do you pray to make it home? Definitely. Do you pray that if you've ever that if you're ever pulled over that you don't end up a fatality? What what goes through your mind when you see a police officer? Honestly, and you don't necessarily at, have to be driving. So let's say you're at McDonald's and you see a, a cop. Mm-hmm. How do, how do you feel? Does your anxiety go up? The I, I mean, uh, it's slightly. It's, it's slight depending on where where I am, um, how fast I'm driving. Like my anxiety definitely 
Mine's alley de- definitely jumps a little bit. But as far as like, do do I get uh, get nervous as soon as I get out of the house? Definitely. Like to be honest, I'm. That's one of the reasons why I'm a homebody. Uh, I I try to avoid as much chaos as I possibly can. And police brutality, trying to avoid police brutality is definitely one of the reasons I tried to avoid. Honestly, I've actually been pulled over once. Luckily, I it wasn't a race uh, a racist act, but I thought it was going to be for a second. I remember one time I was um, uh, driving on, on a bridge. I was on my way, way to class. I was a little late, but I wasn't rushing. I wasn't speeding or anything. And I was coming down. And I noticed there was n- no car in front of me and no car behind me. And I was like, right. I don't even need to get on the brakes. I'm not going fast. As soon as I get on the flat surface, I'll be okay. I don't even need to get on the brakes. I'm straight. When I was almost there, I just noticed, oh, shoot, there's a cop car right there. But wait, the cop is outside. I'm not going fast. I should be straight. The cop was black, by the way. So I'm like, yeah, and it's the brother. Okay, I should be straight. I should be all right. And I'm not going fast. I should be good. I, when I tell you this dude walks into the street and stands in front of me and then points to the side and tells me to pull over. Wow. I was nervous. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and then sometimes you got to remember skin folk ain't all skin folk ain't kin folk. <laughs> right. Right. Luckily, this cop was cool. And, and of course, I, I wasn't trying to be like, what you pulled me over for, bro? I ain't do nothing. Like, I, Luckily, I wasn't like that. But still, I was nervous. Like, oh, this dude bald. <laughs> Please. Hey, man, look. <laughs> I, I wasn't speaking. I was I'm just trying, trying to, to get the class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is everything okay? Can I do something wrong? <laughs> he said he, like, he said he had a radar. He didn't. But all I got was a speeding ticket. I was okay. But I was definitely nervous. Luckily, that was the only interaction I had with a cop. But I'm definitely nervous as far as in the future. Like, to be honest, I, I, I don't smoke, but I have friends that do. And I wouldn't allow anybody to smoke in my car or have weed in my car because I don't want right. to get us to get pulled over one day and they just somehow smell weed even though it's not lit up and they find it. Next thing you know, we all in jail. And then, too, you have to be mindful. You do have those police officers out there that will plant stuff on you. That's also true. You know, so I got pulled over by Louisiana State Police. I was headed to Houston. I was coming through Metairie. And I got pulled over. This was in 2015, maybe 2016. Pulled over broad daylight. I was speeding. I was. I was driving from Atlanta. And you know, that's a 12-hour drive from Atlanta to Houston. That's 12 hours. So, you know, I have my music up. It's like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, I'm... I'm, Because I've been driving since 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So, I got the music cut up. I didn't even realize I was speeding. Pulls me over. Louisiana State Police. Oh, damn. You here, too. I'm already on edge. That's what he does to my window. Roll your window down. Oh, shoot. 
It's on. It's going left already. A white police officer. So let me tell you what I have in the car with me. At the time, I had two birds. Cause I'm headed to my mom's house, and I got a, a, a trunk full of dirty clothes that I'm taking with me to wash in my mom's house. So he pulls me over. License and registration. Okay. I'm in a rental car. Now, mind you, I got a Texas license, but I'm in a car with Georgia plates. Mm. I'm in a rental car. I give him all of that. I need you to step out the car. For speeding? Are you serious? Okay. And we on the bridge. Coming out. You know what bridge I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing but water right there. So I'm nervous. Number one, because you got me on the side of the interstate. Then all this water is right here. Oh, geez. He says, oh, the water ain't that deep. So you'll be okay. Don't joke like that. That's what he told me. Then they asked me, well, why are you going to Houston? The first thing that popped in my head was, let me be compliant because I didn't want to end up like that. That's all that came in my, I didn't want to be like Sandra Blank. Right. So he run, runs the place. It's a rental car. Here's the rental agreement. Well, who do you live with in Atlanta? He tried to run my roommate's name. Why are you doing all of this for a speeding ticket? Well, mm. I need you to sign this so I can consent to search the vehicle. He searched it. Had me on the side of the road for about 30, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Here's your ticket. Slow down. So I'm like 30 minutes away from Baton Rouge, maybe 35 minutes. I pull over the moment I get into Baton Rouge and I just break down and I, I, I can't even function. I, I, I'm, I'm driving like this. Mm. All of that for a speed for a ticket. ticket. Mm -hmm. At the time I called my homegirl, I was like, what do I do? I had to sign something Tell to search the car. I, what? They never even, so when I went to try to pay the speeding ticket, why the speeding ticket couldn't be found? Oh, whoa, now, now I got a question. Now, what did you even sign? Right. If the speeding I got a copy of the speed, I got, I got the copy of the speeding ticket, but when I went to try to pay it, it couldn't find it. Did you ever read it? Not not trying to question question uh -huh. or anything. But, okay, cool. Because yeah. <laughs> now I'm suspicious. Oh, yeah. Like, wait a second. Because the speed tickets are found. What is what is it that you signed? Right. That, 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 that need that needs for him to grant to search your car. I wasn't high. Cause mm -hmm. I don't at the time only thing I smoked was cigarettes. So that's probably what you smelled when I rolled the window. I was cigarettes. That's more legal than marijuana, honestly. I mean, so what prompted you to have to search my vehicle? But I did it anyway because I didn't want no problems. 
I want all I wanted to do was just make it to use. I just wanted to get to my children. That's all I want. Right. So that's why I allowed him to do all of this. Everybody was like, Ashley, you know, you should have called, asked for his lieutenant or his son. I was just, no, I was not trying to stir up no dust. Because Sandra Bland had just been killed. Right. By the Louisiana State Police, white officer. Because, you know, it takes it takes about a week or so before the ticket shows up. I called the pay it. They say, ma'am, there's, we don't find a speeding ticket. My son had an encounter mm-hmm. with the police. Really? Yeah, me and my aunt, yeah, me and my aunt went to go see that movie Venom. You know that movie? Oh, of course. I, I, I'm yeah. a Marvel fan, so I, I, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> so, so anyways, we were uh, coming back from seeing it. This, this this cop pulled us over. Hispanic. Yeah. yeah he was Hispanic. Uh, at the time, my aunt couldn't roll down her window because her, her window was broken. She had a fix, and it couldn't roll down. So she opened the door, and, you know, the guy was, like, asking, you know, where did we come from? Did we, you know, did we get into a fight or anything? And we, we were also, like, still saying, like, no, no, we didn't get into a fight. We just came from the movies oh, and everything. It's a fight. Because apparently there was a fight that broken out, and they thought that we were the people. But... <laughs> So, good to you, good to you, good to you. Yeah, you know, my aunt was telling them like, you know, no, Your we didn't face. come from, you know, we didn't come from anything, you know, we didn't, we just came from the movies and everything. And the guy asked me to get out of the car, and my mm-hmm. aunt was like saying, no, he's not, he's not gonna get out of the car. And mm-hmm. if you know, if she wasn't there, I would have complied because you know I didn't want to start anything, you know. All right. But you know. My aunt was very persistent on saying, no, no, he's not getting out of the car. That was until, like, two people came out and was, like, saying, no, those aren't the people. They didn't do it. They're, like, over there, like, way from where we are. And they're, like, they, like, looked at, they're, like, looked at them, looked at us, and, like, oh, okay, shut the door and left. The phantom description type stuff. That's what, they, that, that's what was going on. But what got me in regards to that was... You failed to identify who you were looking for. But you were still interrogating. You never gave a description on who you were looking for. Never gave a description. Just, you, you know, at the time... Because at the time, I didn't... Because at the time, I didn't think it was, like, racially motivated. I was just like, oh, you know, it was probably a big misunderstanding, but, like, you know, like... Months later, years later, I was like, I they don't care. Probably just got racially profiled. They gonna try to find somebody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you know they say uh, we all look alike anyway. Right. I just remember the uh, the the Central Park Five documentary. Uh, I kept hearing about it. I was like, I don't want to watch this. And my auntie Jackie convinced me to watch the first episode. And a few of my family members. I didn't last 45 minutes. After that, I was like, I'll watch episode two maybe another time. I still ain't watch the rest of it. <laughs> right. And I might need to because it's very important stories. Very important. 
But I couldn't handle that, man. Because, like, the story, like, and what they went through all that just be, it's just for them to not even be the people that did it, it's like, that's oh, yeah. messed up. Oh, yeah. But they have a lot of movies. There's a movie on Netflix I want you to watch. It's called Monster. It's on Netflix. Matter of fact, the young man that stars in the movie is from New Orleans. Mm. And it's on Netflix. It's called Monster. Jennifer Hudson is in it. Jeffrey Wright, Nas, John David Washington, uh, ASAP Rocky. It's filmed in New York. You need to watch it. Okay. I'll check it out. It's called Monster. You need to watch. Teresa too. All right, cool. And Netflix ain't slick. I, I see what Netflix been doing the past couple years. They ain't slick. They ain't slick at they all. They have their Black Lives Matter movies. Yeah, because, because before, <laughs> before they've been, because you, you know, they always do black on black crime. Like, white on white crime used to record, the, they used to record white on white crime type movies. Right. And even Miss Teresa says Monster is it's an awesome movie. Jennifer Hudson is in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just when you watch when I watched the movie, I automatically thought about y'all. See, I can't like watch like black trauma movies because there's already yeah. so many. Yeah, because you know, like and I want something yeah. after, after so long. Yeah, and like there's like so much, and then I'm like, you know. Is that all that they're gonna, they can do for us? Like, that's all they do? Just make these movies to get get these white people like guilty, make them feel guilty, and make them yeah. stand with us. And then the next day they, you know, they don't, and they go out and say these racial slurs or make a racial joke or anything like that. Or right, you know, there's another one to, to like I like like I want a I want a movie where you know. Uh, well, we're not slaves. Uh, yeah, we're like you know. Well, we're not in struggle. Black people, black people with you know magical powers, black wizards, something, some right. something like anything that a white people could be in, but like they're black as well. So like, Teresa, I know what movie you're talking about. Where the black, cause Selena Johnson is in the movie. Um, it's called. I'm gonna tell y'all the name. Hold but up. a black guy in NYPD officer, isn't it? Two it's distant called, strangers. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all because it's a good movie. Oh my god, that movie is so good. Oh my god, I know exactly what movie. Oh yeah, yeah. She, uh, it's uh, two distant strangers. That's the movie she's no. talking about. No, because uh, she put another comment though. Okay, she says I can't tremendously. Um, the name of it right now, but the kids keep going in a loop of no matter how he changes what he does, he still gets killed by the racist cop. There's another movie. It is called What is the name of this movie? I'm gonna tell y'all the name of this movie. Oh my god, when I tell you this movie is so so good. It is called Equal Standard. 
Equal Standard is the name yeah. of the movie. Yeah, Teresa said that's it. Equal Standard, because Ice-T yeah. is in the movie. Oh, yeah, Corey, she said Two Distant Strangers. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. Equal Standard is another one, because Tretch is in it, Ice-T is in it, mm -hmm. Selena Johnson, um... Um, Mark John Jeffries is in it, but it's a good movie. Equal Standard, that's what it's called. And when I tell y'all, it's such a good movie, awesome movie. But it's it's a really, 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 it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, that's absolutely, yeah, it's a really, really good movie. Yeah, so now I'm going to play the last video of Ronald Green. And you'll actually hear what the state trooper had to say in regards to what he did to Ronald Green. And then I'm going to show one final picture. And we're going we, we, we to continue on with the conversation. We're obviously all impacted by and all affected by it. I'm affected by it. And, you know, I, I think it's time for us to really take a look at what happened, for everyone to have factual, as much factual information as possible. Tonight, the state police released all of the body cam video from the night of Ronald Green's arrest, and we're taking a closer look at what happened that night two years ago. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for watching. I'm Katie Moore. And I'm Sharice Gibson. So in all, police released two hours and 11 minutes of body cam and dash cam video today. It shows in detail the moments leading up to Green's May 2019 death, and Devin Bartolotta went through it all. Mm -hmm. She's joining us now in the studio with more on all of it. Devin? Well, Katie and Sharice, this video is really tough to watch. It includes perspectives from four different troopers, although some did eventually turn their cameras off, but it shows us much more of what happened that night. And I beat the ever-living out of him, choked him and everything else trying to get him under control. And then all of a sudden he just went limp. Body camera video newly released by Louisiana State Police shows troopers immediately knew their brutal arrest of 49-year-old Ronald Green may have taken his life. May 10th, 2019, state police began chasing Green through Monroe. We gotta do something. The brutal arrest that followed, Green would not survive. I'm your brother, I'm scared. Green is tased, then punched repeatedly in the ribs. You better not move. He then left, groaning on the ground for more than nine minutes. At one point, a trooper drags Green face down on the ground by his ankles. This new video was released by state police to provide context to a clip of the incident leaked earlier this week. Video that was not willingly released for two years because of a federal investigation. We cannot comment on any of the conduct of the troopers related to this incident because the evidence of the conduct is under criminal investigation by other state and federal authorities. Governor John Bell Edwards says he strongly supports the release of the video and supports State Police Superintendent Colonel Lamar Davis. I understand that the Green family is grieving and any loss of life is tragic regardless of how. I realize that there is a great concern with regards 
to the incident, we share that concern. As EMS arrived to treat Green, he is bloody and limp. State police would later initially claim Green died in a car accident. Good job, y'all called it out, Good job. Two years later, investigations continue and no officers have been charged. Now, Superintendent Lamar Davis, who we heard from today, was appointed long after Green's death. He has promised swift disciplinary action when federal civil rights investigations conclude. Back to you. All right, Devin, thanks so much. And you can watch all of that body cam video right now. This sent us several pieces of video on our website, WWLTV.com. This is in our top stories. We will continue to follow the Ronald Green case as it develops. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. How you feeling, Ms. Ashley? Okay, I know that was a lot. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Let me see this. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, 
along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Jacor, what you what 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 do you have for say? I, I just I, I mean, have to just... make get my thoughts together right now. I I. I... I mean the the video already like says says a lot. The the more that I can say, I mean, other than like, where are the people that are like saying, "Oh, back the blue," where are they at? Mm. That's a weird question. My concern. When is it gonna stop? You boasted. About what you did. You boasted. Nine minutes is all familiar to me. I was thinking about that too. You let him lay there for nine plus minutes. The same amount of time it took for George Floyd to die. That clip you would have thought he was talking about an animal or something but you're talking about a human life a human being you hear this man pleading for his life I'm your brother. I'm scared. You hear that in the video? Mm-hmm. He's saying he's sorry. Right. In that moment, I could only imagine What was going through his mind? You, I, I'm telling you, you would have swore he was talking about an animal. Yes. Yes, Miss Teresa, I agree. So, Miss Teresa, the police officer that y'all heard speaking is dead. The one that was boasting? Yes, he's dead. Mm. Collinsworth, I believe, is his last name. 
yeah, killed in a yeah. car wreck. Yeah, uh, give me a sec. I think the person in the, com- in my, in the comment section said, said the name. Soul. Karma something. You took the words right out of my mouth. He was killed in a car wreck. The day before he was Chris about Collins to be fired. Word. That's it. Chris Collinsworth. I think everybody in the Louisiana State Police needs to be held accountable because you sat on this for two years. Two years. You see, I really try not to say karma, but it was the truth. Because you lied and told people, you told them at the hospital that this man died due to his injuries because of a car wreck. Right. So you ended up dying the same way you said Ronald Green died. Ooh. So the picture that I'm about to post, go ahead, nephew, go ahead. I, nah, you, you saying that not like, Jesus, talk about poetic. <laughs> yeah. Even, even dying the easy way out, that's, that's poetic. I, I want to say poetic justice, but that's not really justice. That That's poetic for you. Jeez. Right. So brace he, yourself he for this picture. Oh, yeah. This so this is Ronald Green. He's dead. But they say... In their report, a car wreck. He died from injuries he sustained in a car crash when he hit the tree. Do you, do you have the photo of the car? You know what? No. Hold on, but I can't. Yeah, you get get the photo because I, I remember how the car looked. Like the back of the car got a little wreck on it, but the front nowhere near. The side of the vehicle is not even consistent. The the damage on the vehicle is not even consistent. It, no, let me say not consistent. Was not. What did the medical examiner say? Uh, was not enough for to to cause those particular type of injuries done to his body. There wasn't even an airbag. Not nothing in the in the front, the front, um, the driver's seat or the passenger seat to cause that much of an injury to to his face or any part of his body in that car. So I'm going to come in. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this. Watch this. I found both pictures. So don't mind it. Don't mind it. Let me, let me get the pictures. 
Yeah, about to see about to show up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's the car. Oh, <laughs> car yeah, the car, huh? You, you, car you crash. See what I'm huh? saying? Car crash. Okay. Hit a tree. All right. That wasn't even the picture I saw. That looked bet. That's the picture I saw. But a car crash. So they say. Mm-hmm. The back got a little damaged, but I I never heard of a of a car of a car crashing to a tree backwards. <laughs> and if and if and if he did, there's no way his face got. I don't want I don't want to sound disrespectful, but there's no way he had that much damage to his face off of that type of wreck. So. I'm gonna flash the picture one more time and then I wanna look back at the vehicle again. So, this is Ronald Green after the fact. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is after the fact. But this is the vehicle. After the fact. After the fact. Ladies and gentlemen, do you guys think this matches? There we do you go. guys think? Do you guys think this matches their story? Stephen Wonder will tell you it, 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 it. That don't make no sense. Ray Charles knows. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> right. Thank you, Miss Teresa. But this is the best one. The windshield, the windshield isn't, even... isn't even cracked. The most damage at the front was was the window. I mean, not window, was the mirror, and we know right. why the mirror is messed up. But if you go back, let me let me pull the let me pull this back up. If you look at this side of the hill, this looks almost like the police hitting the car. You get what I'm saying? To get him to stop. That's what that looks like to me. That's what, what that looks by, like. What, what, what do you mean by the police hit, hitting the car for, to get stuff? You know when police, like when you're in a high speed chase and police cars hit the vehicle to make them stop? Mm -hmm. That's what that looks like to me. Okay. Like maybe they hit him from the back too. Let's look at oh, this one again. See? Okay. Like maybe they hit him from the side, or maybe they ah, hit him and, and pushed him into a tree. But then the they say there was the no damage to the, the tree. The left side of the car looks, the, 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 the left side on the front looks a lot cleaner than the right side does. Right. It still, it still looks okay, but still. But like the medical examiner said. The damage did not warrant this. It wasn't consistent with that. It was not consistent. 
and then in another clip of the video because i've watched the two hour plus footage i've watched it all if you go on youtube go to louisiana state police you can watch all the footage they had they had his feet handcuffed too and they yeah. drug him yeah seems like something you know that would happen in like a cowboys movie some you know right in the old western something something like that had, had like, his face church. rubbing on the concrete Like they were trying to bump him off the road. Like exactly. That's what that's consistent with. But the medical examiner said they haven't released the autopsy. They have, but they don't have the autopsy report available for viewing. But they say blunt force trauma. His injuries were consistent with blunt force trauma. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind, 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 rewind. Everybody stop. Rewind 10 seconds. What did you say? They don't have what available? The autopsy report is not public. Hmm. It's not, you're not able to pull it up. You know, most times you can put in autopsy report and you can, you're able to see it. You can't pull it up. Ironically, this time you can't. Just like it took two years, ironically, for them to finally investigate this situation and for body cam footage to to be exposed to the people because allegedly it was under federal investigation but the family told y'all the family explained this to y'all the person at the hospital told y'all when the police officers made this bogus report Mm -hmm. the doctor said no 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 this no this two plus two is not five the math ain't math in here i want to make you're trying to make two plus two equal five and it's not and i find it funny that people like you know they try they try to like say like oh that's not true it's this or that like with the Derek Chavez trial where they were you know talking about the drugs in George Floyd's system you know the doctors themselves said you know there weren't that there there weren't enough enough in the system to kill him and like during the whole during the like aftermath of the trial this this really old classmate of mine said you know he had enough and I'm like the doctor that did the autopsy literally said there wasn't enough. Right. So like, make it make sense. Jacory, you, you see, you see this habit, right? Some way, somehow, they always find a way to defend these guys. Mm -hmm. Not the police, not the police, not the government. Their their fan base, the white people, the the I'm not gonna say Republicans because I, I to be honest, I don't know. I did. There's only so much I can talk about as far as the parties and stuff. Like, I, I, I'm not going to dive into that pot. But y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about here. As right. far as that, like, some way, somehow, like this person shouldn't have resisted it. Like, he didn't. Like, he didn't resist. Like, this person should. He shouldn't have had his hands up. He he shouldn't have ran. Like he, he shouldn't have did this, shouldn't have did that. Like, like, like if he if he was able to talk, he he he, he would still been breathing. Then why is he dead? 
but you know it's it's always like miss Teresa was like miss Teresa just said it was only exposed to the people now because someone leaked it and they had no choice but to go ahead and come clean and release the footage but you know that goes to governor Bell, that goes to John Bell Edwards you knew about this now all of a sudden Bell Edwards is yes let's, let's I'm all for them releasing the footage why was it not released two years ago? We're about to be halfway through 2021. We're there. Yeah, next fast. week is Time next fast. week is June. Damn, yeah, next week is June. Yeah, tomorrow is the 24th. Yeah. Right. Time flying fast, huh, buddy? Not, but y'all released that footage fast enough. Y'all investigating that footage fast enough. 2019 came in and went already. Y'all should have been looked at that. Y'all should have been did something. They knew about it. They knew about it. That's the worst part about that title, too. There's, there's going to be a whole lot more coming. I don't want to keep. Just, I want to no, keep no. jinxing it every time. Every time I say, and I said this to my podcast too. Every time I say, I'm just waiting for chaos to ha- the chaos to happen. Chaos happens the same day. Oh, I, I pray nothing happens today. I'm praying that it's just the playoffs. <laughs> like, right? Because the the first time I said, I'm just waiting for the uh, the chaos to happen. They rush the capital. <laughs> The second time I said I'm just waiting for the chaos to happen, it was it was during the the, uh, the Derek trial, and we found out about Mikhail Bryant. Right. So I'm, ten minutes before the verdict came down. Right, and, and we know, issue. and we know the summer it's the summertime. Police brutality runs hot and rapidly in the summertime. Oh yeah. George Floyd, uh, the, Breonna Taylor. Like last year was was already a prime example. Especially a, a, after George, uh, when people were getting killed during the riots. But you know, I remember. I have to forget about summer sixteen. I'm sorry, right. but I, I want to. No, know no. What I was about to say, nephew, was will it ever end? Is there a means to the end? Will we start to see justice? Because Ronald Green is another injustice added to the list amongst all the others. Well, this is what what I can say. Uh, I think I think that we're somewhat, some way, somehow moving towards progression, but it's a tiny, small progression. And we ain't got time for tiny, small, baby step progression. Right. We've waited far too long for two steps forward. Right. We need a leap. And I understand, right. like we, like, like we, we always want to take a mile. Like, but if anybody deserves a mile, it's us. We right. dealt with slavery from slavery to the the civil rights movement, the Jim Crow era, to. Willie Lynch. Uh, Rodney King. Yeah, w- Willie Lynch. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. 
I live. And we're I, still dealing with. I just found. I just found out about this too. Um. Um. Apparently, there's been 200 uh, rules against the uh, the 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 Willie Lynch rule that was uh, presented to Congress, but yet none of them was passed. Right. Ah, 22. I can understand maybe five or ten. Like, like you guys are the, you guys are Congress. Y'all get presented a lot of rules a day. I can, I'm understand, but I get it. Like y'all Congress, 200. And not one? Ain't no way. And what I don't understand, we as black people have been dealing with injustice for over 400 plus years. But the Asians get a reform bill passed in less than a year. In 60, 70 days? As they should, but we need a lot. We should have got the same urgency. See, I, I see. I don't, I don't know if y'all know about this, but I, I wish like the America does with black people the way that Germany did with the Jewish people after the Holocaust. Uh, the oh, reprimandings, true. the reprimandings that they give them, they like gave them. I, I, I don't even know. I, I totally forgot what that they gave them, but you know, they gave them all this stuff to let them know that they are taking accountability for what they've done. But America. They don't want to. <sighs> Jagori went that far. Yeah. Because uh, I had this question in my history class. They were asking, like, oh, should people uh, who were descendant of slaves get reprimanding or reparation? Reparation. I want my 40 acres and a mule. Same Hell way. yeah, I want it. And I said, yeah, we should because, you know, not only talk about that, too, not only, you know, our history has either been erased or sewing out the white person taking credit for it. You know, it's been watered down. Yeah, that's a fact. So, Miss Teresa said exactly what we were talking about earlier before we got before we came on. Yeah. She says, you know, Ashley, I hate to say this, but it's how I feel. Once black people come together and start fighting against injustice the same way they fight against one another, things will change. If we all come together and present a united front and show them they can't continue to push black people around, a lot of this will stop. As much as I really want that, I believe that they it won't because there are some, I'm not going to say all, but there are some that believe like, oh, we're using us being black as an excuse to like not do anything or not to do work or some or what whatever they say to make it seem like the oh we're not doing anything like they they say we uh that's the i've heard some people refer to it as munchausen syndrome that's what they say we do uh what well, what's munchausen syndrome you want to explain <laughs> Oh, I've never, I never heard that term. All I, syndrome is when we do things to get attention. It's Munchausen oh. stop, what is the Munchausen Stockholm syndrome is what it's called. So oh, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Hold on, wait a minute. I don't know if that's what you're thinking, but how I was like thinking is like, uh, the, the, 
I don't know, like to call them coons or what? Oh, but one child is by proxy. That's what it's called. Dancing okay, for the white yeah. man, basically. This yeah, your, your, yeah, your, but uh, they the say like. Yeah, they say like, oh, y'all already have this and this. Why do y'all want more? Or what more do you Or, yeah, y'all have this. Why do you want more? Or something like that. I could, I could, some, I could answer that by, by what well, one person said in a tweet one time. Y'all better be lucky. We only fighting for equality instead of for revenge. Yeah, because I feel like, you know. <laughs> but then again. <sighs> Then again, some sun there will be some that will be on the other side of that crossfire. So that's gonna I suck. I might not but... condone it, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you know it, it, like... but you know what? Somebody, but you know somebody made this statement. I cannot remember who it is, but they say the only way that this is that these rogue police officers are gonna be stopped is when you start murdering white kids. Oh shit! I'm, I, I'm not going that far. <laughs> I, I I can't go that far. I can't go that far. They say Honestly, if the police start murdering white kids, that's what they say. Oh, the police... oh I thought you were saying us. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't recall. No, I can't recall who said it, but they say the only way this is gonna stop is when the police start murdering a bunch of white kids. Actually, wait. I think during the Capitol raid, people were saying that lady that got shot by that cop that was trying to. Climbing that window. You play stupid games, you win stupid prize. And yeah, people were like saying like, "Oh, you know, she's our George Floyd or whatever." They were like saying like, "Oh, uh, say her name." Wait, you talking about the woman that got that got killed in the Capitol? The one that got the one that was trying to shoot the security guard and he shot through the yeah. door the, the, and the she got hit in the neck. The funny mm-hmm. thing about that, because I know people are making jo- jokes, uh, uh, us and the black men making jokes about that. I didn't know how to feel about that. I didn't know what to say. Because I, I can't I can't be a part of those jokes and be like, yeah, she deserved it. Karma, like, she should definitely should have been there in the first place. Like, you definitely played stupid game with stupid prizes. But it's like, I don't know where to say, yo, uh, rest in peace to her, gone too soon. Or be like, you deserved it. So I'm like, uh... That's like let me, let, let, me, let me do a better reference in regards to that. That's like Trayvon Martin and George Floyd. I mean and, and George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. I'm so sorry. RIP Somebody's following you. Somebody comes to you. What is your first reaction? Is to attack. Why are you following? So this woman was trying to get to this security guard, a police officer that was in the Capitol. That man had every right to protect himself. Right. Number one, you never should have. Y'all never should have went and stormed the Capitol anyway. That was national grounds. Then, y'all invaded national grounds. Right. Then I think what's sad amongst all of it is the police officer that was murdered by those people, and they're not going to file charges against those people because they say he died from natural causes. That's the one they beat with the flag. And what I find funny is when anyone like mentions that Capitol raid, they be they'll retaliate and says, "Oh, the Black Panthers raided the Capitol." And one, it was a state Capitol, not the uh, wait U.S. Capitol. Yeah, it was not the U.S. Capitol, and 
they did have guns, but they didn't do nothing. They had their hands up. They had they had it wrapped around them. Had their hands up. You know, they didn't do nothing. But you know, they never understand us until we resort to violence. Right. We've tried the peaceful protest. We've tried all of that. We've tried to sit down and have conversations. The only they time y'all hear us, us every time. The only time they hear us is when we start tearing your buildings down that we built. And the funny thing is, we still never went that far to to attack in the capital. We tore down the Target and the AutoZone. <laughs> we burned the Wendy's. Oh no, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. It was a white woman that set that Wendy's on fire in Atlanta. Oh yeah, we, hey, I'm not. We're not taking credit for that thing. I'm still mad at that woman in the wheelchair fooled me. <laughs> that woman in that wheelchair with that knife fooled me. Cause a part right. of me, like, even though she deserved it, I, the nice guy in me felt bad for a second. Damn, that sucked that she getting beat down like that. Then she Wait. was able to walk. I'm like, oh nah. Wait, nah. isn't it that woman that got sprayed with that fire extinguisher? Yeah, that woman. Yeah. Okay, that woman. okay, yeah. <laughs> Like, I felt bad. I felt somewhat bad because she was handicapped. I was like, I want to be like, yeah, you deserved it, but at the same time, it's like, damn, she getting beat bad. <laughs> but she hey, eggs, tossed that, and everything. But that's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. She literally, that's the damn that would literally happen. <laughs> I mean, you know, that that's that's what it is. But you know, as as. We bring this show to a close. Ronald Green was another injustice added to the list. All these things, they, they run together now. I, I can't decipher what crime, you know, what black man from this black, I mean, because they're, they're happening every day. So I say this to say Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, get on your job. <laughs> And let's do police reform. I agree. I don't say to defund the police department, but I do say we need some type of police reform. Because my thing is, start hitting these police officers in a pension. Take their pension away from them. Stop sending them and putting them on desk duty. They murder somebody, they go home. They're on administrative leave with pay. But I'm left to pick up the pieces to try to bury my loved one that was murdered by someone that was supposed to protect and serve. I don't understand. So Miss Teresa says, People always tell me, I don't understand, I can't understand because I'm white. She say, my response to that is always the same. I may not understand, but I stand with you. I feel like black people have been mistreated since the day they were stripped from their home and their countries. Then you have ignorant white people who want to say black people are afforded the same opportunities as white people. Bullshit. You're not afforded the same opportunities because every time a person takes two steps forward. Hold up, wait. Let me get yeah, the rest it's, of it's the on time. It's on, it's on continuity. Wherever the rest is, Miss Teresa, I agree. 
She'll say, yeah. let me read the comment. So it says, you are not afforded the same opportunities because every time a black person takes two steps forward, some racist-ass white person knocks them five steps back and says they don't belong. Mm. I truly wish every racist white pain could be black, for white person could be black for just one week. Then let me hear their thoughts. I absolutely Actually, agree. Yeah. Because I'm going to say this. One of my Facebook friends posted after the Derek, after the trial of, you know, Derek's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And a lady on her post commented and said, you try working in the ghetto and, and some, some or another. So I commented and I said, imagine living in a well-to-do area as a black person and you have to be home by a certain time you're not allowed to wear what you want to wear because you don't want to be targeted by these racist police out here where we live then you sit down and you have a conversation with me we live in a very well-to-do area where they target the men that look like you and the women that look like me. We have to be home at a certain time. Because if we're out past midnight, we're up to no good, so they stay. You could be coming home from work and they're still going to mess with you. Mm-hmm. So, you tell me what it's like to live in my world. The legendary Paul Mooney said it best, R.I.P. to him. Everybody wants to be a nigga, but no one wants to be a nigga. Right. My apologies, yeah. person. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. On Black Girl Interrupted, we're uncensored. Nah, nah you, you you hit the note on that because a bunch of white people would, like, they want to be us on the surface level. Like, you know, hair, the way we talk, uh, the way we dress, you know. The way we dance, (laughs) maybe, maybe music, maybe music, maybe. No, ain't no maybe. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. But once you know, they not the sound. They benefit off of it. Mm -hmm. But that's almost like I did. I did a show. Even our slang too. I talked about right. I talked about self-esteem, and I said. Everything that we hate about ourselves as black women, do you realize white women are paying thousands of dollars for this? Mm, so the reality they show? want our hips. Yeah. I, they I want our that. lips. They that. want our, 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 our big booties. They want mm-hmm. all, they're paying for this, but we don't like it. Mm-hmm. Remember those commercials when they said, does this make my, my butt look big? That used to be an insult. Right. Now look, they all want the big butts. That's how crazy that's. They want the full lips. <laughs> they want the dark skin. They want the braids. Right. Hence, they go to tanning salons. They get the collagen lip injections. Oh yes. The long nails. They want like she, like Teresa just said. They want your skin. She tone. said they want your skin tone. That's why they run into the tanning. Right. Damn. And she she went in on that one, huh? 
But you don't want to be a nigga when it's time to be a nigga, though. Or they want to take the step further and do, I don't know what's it called, it like black fishing. Right? I don't know if I don't know if y'all heard about that word. Black fishing. Black, black fishing, where they take oh. makeup, where they're pale and they like put on makeup. Ba ba basically, catfishing, but with black instead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I read there was a I, guy. I, I, I catch the flips. Trust me, I catch those flips. I got you. So, I guess that was. you know, I say this to say, Ronald Green, Dontavious Barnes, Micaiah Bryant, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, Jordan Davis. Is it gonna stop? Tamir Rice. Teresa say I tell people every day I'm not white. I just look like this. I wish you could see the faces of the white people. That I say that. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, one more thing before we end this though, I, I do I do want to uh, like add my two cents on what Miss Teresa said earlier as far as like black people with unity. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I like. I hope. I hope one day we do finally find that medium that we we do to finally come come together as one, and we don't get distracted to quickly dis disband and disperse to go against each other. Because some way, somehow, it will it will be the us versus us, or, or black men versus black men, black men versus black women, black women versus black women, and not only do do, do they love watching watching that. Some of them make money off it. Some like they use that as entertainment. They got reality shows off. And what one day, because at the end of the day, like our our unity is so powerful. It's so powerful. Like that's why they uh, they they cater to us so much. That's that because the black dollar is so powerful. The black support is so powerful. Like oh, yeah. when. Like that's why when Joe Biden was was, was saying on the Breakfast Club, if you if you don't know the difference between voting for me and voting for Trump, that you ain't black because he knows. Like if he if you vote for him, uh uh, uh what about say? It, it, because he knows like voting for him means he's gonna get majority of the black people on it, and 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 black and black people support is is the popular support. But and Joe Biden is a racist. Hey, but hey, nobody wants to have that I, conversation. I I agree. Look, me personally, I was just trying to get Trump out of office. That's why I voted for him. I wanted Bernie, honestly. But but that was the only choice I had. That was nobody. Let me tell you why they didn't want Bernie Sanders. They didn't want Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders is for the people. That's a fact. There's only so much I know, so I, I can't. And everybody, oh, we that. got Kamala Harris. You know, I did a video and I was like, yeah, you know. Little black girls, but do your research on Kamala Harris, and that's all I'm gonna say. Right. But that 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 was that wasn't that wasn't by accident that he, that he got Kamala Kamala Harris as VP. But I I talked about that a tiny bit on on, on my episode recently. But 
Check, check out the Slick Talk podcast for that. But that's another time. But uh, right. o- overall, though, like once once we get un- once we like get like unity, like for real, for real together, like I think it'll be the the most beautiful thing ever. And I, I can't wait for that because I I refuse to, to beef with with, with with our people for real, for real. I, I'm, I don't. I don't, I don't. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got the mental capacity for that. I want to see everybody win. Like, I, I ain't got time to wait. Wait for all, all of our for all of our people to die to give them their flowers. I want. I want them to be there to still smell them to give them their flowers now. Right. Even before they really, really be successful. I, I want everybody to win. I ain't got. I ain't got time for none of that. I want everybody to win. I want everybody to do good, etc. If we ain't, if we ain't got, cause we know they they don't support us for real, for real. So. If we don't support us, then who else will? That point. So this is the part of the show. Ah, you good, nephew. So this is the part of the show, y'all. Of course, my son is familiar. So this is the part of the show where we share our final thoughts on tonight's episode. Nephew, you, you, you. Let, 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 you know what? We, we gonna do it different. Oh, okay. We're going to do it different tonight. Yeah, we we, we rolling into the final thoughts. But I just want to post this. <laughs> you petty. <laughs> if I be damned was a person, I be damned. They found me guilty on all three charges. I wish his mask was off. I would have loved to see his smug face under that mask because he was so nonchalant the whole trial. But I love this picture. This is my favorite picture in the whole wide world. If you got this as a screenshot, you are a menace. (laughs) I love this picture because in that moment, Derek Chauvin knew he had been caught. That he had been held accountable in that moment. <laughs> I heard that music in the background. <laughs> that moment, he knew they finna tear my booty hole up once I get the. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Let me put it back up here one more time. They gonna get me when I get in there. My booty hole is no longer safe. He's up in the closet. They gonna sell me for two packs of noodles and two snicker bars. (laughs) Nigga, they ain't worth the ramen. They not even trading you for the good noodles. Oh my god. They gonna trade you for two noodles and a pack of Doritos. In that moment. I have a feeling though that I have a feeling though that even though he will go to prison, that they're not gonna put him in like you know any normal prison. I I hope they do. They they're gonna put him right in the same prison that Selena's killers are in. Wait, like the singer Selena? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're gonna put him right. I'm pretty sure they're gonna circle. That's more like a blunt. 
I'm not going to celebrate until the other three are convicted. To be honest, I don't so, know if I'm going to celebrate even after that. Because a lot at more least it'll done. bring some closure to the family of George Floyd. I agree. Again, I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's so much more that still needs to happen. But we want, but like I say, we have to stop accepting cash for the life of our loved ones. You understand what I'm saying? So let me roll into my final thoughts and I'm going to let y'all. Yeah, because we're going to be here for like 30 more minutes. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all roll. So let me, let me go into my final thoughts in regards to tonight's episode. Y'all know how I rock and roll on Black Girl Interrupted. You know I'm uncensored on this show. Y'all know I talk about a, a, a range of everything. I talk about sex, relationships, the injustice. I'm a Black woman in America re raising three Black children. Mm. A Black man and two Black daughters that unfortunately have to grow up in this cool and unjust world. I'm so tired of having to have the talk with my children and say, hey, don't do this when you leave. I can't never tell them, have fun. When they leave from here, I have to tell them, call me when you make it home. Let me know you're safe. Ronald Green, I pray your soul will be able to rest soon. One of those police officers will serve poetic justice. The same lie you told, you ended up reaping that lie. To the Louisiana State Police, to the governor of Louisiana, and to everybody else involved, I hope you never rest another day in your life. I hope your conscience eats at you. Because this is horrible and horrific. You sat on this for two years. You had the footage. To the other little black boys and the little black girls and the black men and the black women, I love y'all. I pray for y'all. I pray that these two handsome black men that I have on my show with me tonight live long enough to have children. I pray they live long enough to see their babies have children. I pray over them. To my daughters, to my nieces, to my cousins, every other little black girl and every other black woman, I love them. I pray over y'all to all my black people, the way we fight amongst each other, we need to stand 10 toes down and fight against these unjust laws, against these unjust police officers. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I need you to get on your job. You're on the clock. We need prison reform like yesterday. 
we need justice for every black woman every black man every black girl and every black boy that's lost their lives behind somebody that was sworn to protect and serve got that word to do absolutely so you're on the clock like the like the draft you're on the clock <laughs> jacory it's on you now what you got to say baby what's your final thoughts not sure what much to say after what we discussed tonight, but like I said before, I hope, like like what Rodney said, I hope that we we can all come together and you know fight this together instead of you know we're all pit against each other over some you know minor issue that we can solve another time. But this issue right now, this ain't going away. We need to come together. Not not only, you know, just us, just everyone, you know. You know, I, I love, you know, anyone, everyone of different shades coming together and helping us. But I don't like that professional activism where, performance activism, that's what it is. Where they, you know, mm. do it one, they do it for, you know, the views and everything, but they don't follow through. Or they say that they're going to do it, but they don't follow through. But... You know, to the people that are doing it, you know, following through, I'm happy for you. Keep doing what you're doing. We're, we're going to fight. We're going to fight this. All, all gas, no breaks. <laughs> Come on, nephew. What's on you? Um, well, first off, I, I want to say... My condolences to not only Ronald Green's family, but all of the other families of all the lost uh, black kings and queens that that we've uh, that that left too soon, that we have lost tragic tragically too soon. We we hate that that you had to go this way. There's so much more of life that y'all. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Y'all, I wish that you guys would have lived, and we're gonna try to keep your name alive the best way that we can. For one, for two, it's I'm gonna again I'm I, I'm gonna try to give as much flowers as I can and spread as much love and positive energy as I can. Whether it's through my show, what whether it's through this show, whether it's through real life, I'm the same person in real life as I am on here. Probably a little bit more sillier, but meet me, you'll see. That's for right. two. 
for three, I agree as far as um, uh, Joe and Kamala. It's been five. It's been five months. Y'all have done a lot of things for everybody else, but nothing for us yet. And y'all was pushing for our votes the most. So y'all gotta get that that straight. Mm. And uh, most importantly for us, I can't I can't wait for this drought for us to finally be over to the point that we're not used to the chaos. Uh, a wise man once once said, "Like it's a feeling uh, of an apocalypse happening, but nothing is awkward." We dealt with chaos for so long; it's to the point that we're, we're used to it happening every other day, every every few days, every few weeks. When we finally get to the point where either it's not happening as much or it's not happening at all, to the point that if it does, these cops get get an accountability isn't a surprise. It's a good day. So I, I can't wait for that to happen. And most importantly, I'm I'm happy that Miss Ashley and Mr. Jacoby, uh Jacoby, Jacory invited me to the show and I I definitely enjoy myself here. So I appreciate you guys having me. So thank y'all. And you'll and you'll absolutely be back because June is rolling around. And my episodes for the whole month of June are in regards to black men. Let's do black it. Boys. And my birthday's coming out too. I know it. So it's time for me to give my black men and black boys their flowers. It's time for me to give you your accolades and let you know that I appreciate you. I don't care what the world says to you. You're everything to me. Y'all are the true kings. I love everything about y'all. I love what you stand for. I love what you represent. And that strength. Like I tell you all the time. When the world says you're nothing, I feel like you're everything. I stand 10 toes down with y'all. I walk with y'all. I cry with you. I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. Only difference between me and you is gender. It's the only thing that separates us. Maybe age too, but I'm with you. Well, yeah, and age. <laughs> and age. So, Miss Teresa says to all my black brothers and sisters, I pray protection over you all. You are all my family, and I'll always stand for you and with you. Appreciate you, Ms. and we need more people pray, pray. like that. That's exactly. We need more people to understand. Ooh. Empathize with us. No, you may never be black, but understand what we go through every day. We wake up in fear. Am I going to make it home today? Are my children going to make it back to me? When, when my children leave to go to school or when they leave to go to work or they leave to go hang out with their friends, are they coming back to me? Am I planning another funeral?
and to black people, it's time for us to come together. People always say, let me say this and then we're, we're going to, you know, I'm going to let y'all know how to tune into the show and, and we'll end. Black people always say, but why are we not getting in an uproar with, when it comes to black on black crime? You want to know why? Because we know when Mookie kills Ray Ray, Mookie's going to jail. We know this. We know Mookie's going, we know Mookie is going to be charged with first degree murder and it's going to stick. We know this. We know this. What worries us is when Derek Chauvin, when the Derek Chauvins and the George Zimmermans of the world murder unarmed people and get away with it. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek Chauvin was convicted. So my apologies on that. Mm-hmm. But you have your George Zimmermans. You have these other police officers that murder and they go home. They're still entitled to their pension. So this is why we're not in an uproar when when Pee Wee kills Lil Earl and, and Herman them down the street because when Lil Earl and Herman get caught, we, we know they going to jail. We know they are. We just want accountability. But these police officers that continue to slaughter these black men, these black women, these black girls, and these black boys. That's what we want. There's not an amount of money in the world that can soften the pain. Because you took my son's life, my nephew's life, my daughter's lives. No amount of money can bring them back. I don't care if you offer me the moon and two stars. You'll never bring my children back. Keep your money. It's pity money. Well, we didn't do anything wrong, but here's 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 sixteen million dollars that you're not gonna get all of sixteen million because you gotta pay your attorney fees and all the other stuff in regards to this. So you're mm. probably only gonna get about five, maybe four million of that. You know they're probably expensive. But nobody wants to have that conversation. You can't give me hush money. Because that hush money is not going to replace your life, your life, and any of the other lives that have been taken by the police officer. So stop accepting money. Tell me you want justice. You want accountability. Once I get that, then maybe you could pay me some money, but I want accountability first. So on the last comment, Miss Teresa says, I live it every day, girl. I'm a white woman in Alabama with mixed kids. Trust me. I know the struggle. Absolutely. They still hanging niggas from trees. We're still strange fruit in Alabama, in Mississippi, in Tennessee, in Georgia. In South Carolina, 
Texas, we're still strange fruit. And if you don't know what strange fruit is, look it up. Look it up. I hate we have to continue to have these conversations, but guess what? We have to. We have to talk about it. We have to. If we don't talk about it, who does? Who does? I have a platform and I'm gonna utilize I'm gonna continue to utilize it for my voice and their voices to be heard. Y'all know Black Girl Interrupted is uncensored. Y'all know I talk about everything on here. I have the most uncomfortable conversations, but guess what? God says in order to be comfortable, I have to make you uncomfortable. So y'all already know. So to you, nephew, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. I look forward to doing some more episodes with you. I absolutely can't wait for the collabs change. To Same my here. son. You know what? I love having you on the show. I enjoy being here too. Because this is exactly the type of conversations we have to continue having. If you have the platform for it, you utilize it. You don't let anyone silence you. Who cares if they get tired of hearing about it? We're tired of dealing with it. Now. That's a word. Y'all are tired of talking about it? We tired of living through it. I'm tired of worrying about these two. There There you go. There you go. (laughs) I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm tired of having the conversation. Be safe. Don't wear a particular color. Up, keep your hands on the stand where be home by this time. You get somewhere and you and you can't get home, stay wherever you so y'all don't forget. Y'all know Black Girl Interrupted goes live every Tuesday and every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. You know y'all can find me on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on all the streaming platforms. Set your notification so y'all don't miss another episode. Don't forget Tuesday night. We are talking about abortion. Oh, mm. oh, yes, I remember. Mm. Keep going, going, going. As I end the month of mothers, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be talking about abortion. Conversation we don't have too much in the black community. Thursday night, mental health open farm. So y'all leave a review. Let me know what topics you want to hear. So Miss Teresa says one topic for a future show. She said, I think it's North Carolina. She said, not sure, but one of the southern states is trying to bring back hanging as a form of criminal punishment researching. Damn. It is North Carolina. 
or they're trying to bring a firing squad. One of the two. It's something like that, but I know what you're talking about. And Miss Teresa says, and I need to be on a show with you sometime, girl, because I got a lot to say. Yeah, get her on. <laughs> get her on. Let me know. I'm always open for guests. Anybody that knows me, baby, y'all got to come on here and be on. I'm uncensored, baby. Y'all know I laugh, I cry, I joke, I cuss, I get angry, I do it all. Today is the first episode that I did not cry. I'm telling, I almost did, but I had to catch. I had to catch. I had to catch myself. Now, I you caught know. that. I, 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 I want. I had that. to. Go ahead and get your tissue. I ain't, I ain't want to say something for you to pour out. But I do, because I'm, I'm. That's how passionate I am in regards to doing this. So yeah. So y'all go check me out. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Deezer. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Baby, just put in "Black Girl Interrupted." And your girl come up. Leave a review. Y'all let me know what topics y'all want to hear. What, what, what y'all want to talk about? But I'm telling you right now, July, y'all brace yourself for the month of July, baby, because it's going to be hot. And yes, I am doing an episode, like I say, in regards to my fathers. So everything in the month of June is dedicated to y'all, to you black men. Every 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 episode, black men. Riding this session wants to check out. Thank you. Oh Thank yeah, you. I, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I was gonna ask after the show about your little podcast, but I will after. All right, no bro. Just whatever question, I got the answers. Man, y'all could always want to say and that. Do a show. I thought my big brother would have would have tuned in. But I'm going I'm to connect you with, with my with Big Brother Will. Awesome. Black male podcast. Right. But yes, so on that note, I love you guys. Y'all know I appreciate y'all tuning in with me week in and week out. I appreciate all the love that y'all continue to support. I mean, that y'all continue to show your girl. I love it. I appreciate y'all. This is why I do this and week out. Y'all are why I continue to do this. Even though there are days that I don't I don't feel keep doing it. But don't forget y'all. Every Tuesday every 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't forget to follow Black Girl Interrupted. I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I am on YouTube. You can find me on, like I say, all the streaming platforms. Put in Black Girl Interrupted and come chop it up with your girl. So hold up, we got one more comment. So Teresa says, Good night, fam. Love y'all. We love, love you too, too sugar. <laughs> love appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. Be safe. Thank you for tuning in with me. I appreciate all your comments, all your feedback, all your input. It's great greatly appreciated. And don't forget, y'all, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We are talking abortion. Yeah, we talking about it. So, oh yeah, it's gonna get heavy. That's so, y'all. I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> I know, right? We ne- the men never one. come on, but hey, they comment. That, they do comment. That, that, that's women business. I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, we're gonna be talking about men business come June. Uh, well, it depends on where it is. <laughs> we're talking about everything in regards to the black man. 
Stay tuned for Thursday night and you'll know about the upcoming episodes and then I'll send you the episode guide too because I got a couple of more episodes and I'll send you the episode and you'll know which one you want to come So thank y'all for tuning in. I love y'all, love y'all, love y'all so much. I'll see y'all Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Love y'all. Have a good night. Y'all be safe. One love. Yeah, take care. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.